went down the rabbit hole of it years ago now. We wanted to do the biggest comparison of con pedals, and we did. How many was it in the end? It was quite a lot. 16 or something. 16 or 17 or something like that. And then a friend of us has a, a, a clon and then we did a, like a shoot-up between them all mm. and separate videos. And I mean, lots of manufacturers were nice enough to send us stuff. Mm. But man, I think we were clon burnt out after that. Like immensely clon burnt yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'd do my own little thing. And... Great. <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, let may as well start. So uh, welcome to the Thank podcast. <laughs> Put the radio voice on. I put the bubble wrap away, otherwise I'll just be. Oh yeah, you'll hear background <laughs> the whole time. Uh, so welcome to the podcast. Uh, 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 yes, we've got Andrew from Mustronics here. Hello, Andrew. Hello, good boy. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still morning. It is morning. Yes, yes. What time? Oh, no, eleven twenty-one. Been running around all morning. So thanks, thanks for popping by. Lovely to actually meet you in person. It's yeah, great. You too, it's, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh, Mostronics, how did it all start? You, you, we sort of. Started chatting about it um, at, at the coffee shop earlier on, but yeah. oh, so how? Ha- oh, sorry. Did you want a coffee? <laughs> too late. You're too yeah. late. Um, how did it all start? How, oh, where, where did it? You know, where did the whole music thing start? I'll see if I can make this brief because I can. I can tend to waffle. That's all right. So Feel free to waffle. <laughs> I've been doing electronics for years, so I've always built power amps and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, a guitarist friend who is over from America. All he came over with was a guitar. So found out I did electronics. So I asked, oh, can you make me a dirt pedal? Sure. So that was the tube driver. Yeah. And he liked that so much. He said, oh, can you make me one of these and one of these and one of these and one of these? And so started from that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's actually probably my favorite too, the tube driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so generally with music, so you're a bass player originally, that's what you Yeah, do. I've always played bass. I started learning guitar at school when I was about eight. Okay. So, but was always drawn to bass. Okay. So I'm a hack guitar player. I could play re- rhythm reasonably well, but that's about it. So that's what that sounds like. Bass, like is, <laughs> bass is my sort of thing. I really like bass. So. Okay. And what kind of stuff we're we playing? Like, do you still play? Oh, still gig at all? Yeah, I, I don't gig. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, still play. I can give you a listen to some stuff later. Okay. But, um, yeah, um, mid '80s played in grungy underground stuff around the dodgy bars in St Kilda and Melbourne. And <laughs> still there. Huh? Still there. <laughs> Had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And played, you know, rock and roll basically since then. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I like the heavier stuff than the lighter stuff, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Yeah, that's good. That's all good. That's all good. That's all good. Um, and you were, well, just, I mean, this is sort of a t- little bit of a tangent, but um, so you, how did you end up, how did you meet Damien or how did you and Damien get to know each other? This is Damien Young, sort of, he's a, he's a friend of mine too, and was a yeah. mutual friend of ours. Yeah. So how did that all happen? Okay. Um, early on when I was doing the, the pedals, I'd approach Bob Spencer. Okay, yeah. Who... Um, Skyhooks, the Angels, yeah, yeah, yeah. these days, raised Tattoo, mm. who is an absolute awesome guitarist. Yeah, I got jammed with him once. Yeah, he is absolutely yeah. so good. Yeah, cool. um, yeah, if he wanted to try out the stuff, and he was more than generous with his time, and mm-hmm. he loved some of my gear. I mean, some pedals are one person will love, another person yeah. will hate. Yeah. But, yeah. And there were some of my sure. stuff he really liked. Yeah. So he was doing... Uh, Pedal demo night or whatever down at Pony Music in Hallam, which is okay. sadly being closed and hopefully resold to someone. Okay, so there's still no 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 like news what's happening. Not there. that I know of. Okay, okay. But yeah, the rehearsal rooms there are still going. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Bare bones in the shop, but see how it goes. Yeah. So anyway, Bob was doing a pedal demo there last night uh, at Pony. Yeah, and Damien said, oh, "I got it." I've got to get those pedals for my shop. So okay, yeah. So they they ended up in your shop, and that's how I met. Oh, that's how I met. That's how I met, oh, okay, okay. met Damien. Because yeah, we would. He's probably he would have to be. And if you're listening, hello Damien and hello Rachel. Uh, I think I think that's one of the re- one of the reasons we connected. So because well, he was a front of house guy on a tour that I was in, or production manager, I guess you would call it, front of house of one of the tour, tours I was involved with a few years back, and. I think that's one of the reasons we're connected is because he's probably one of the biggest gear nerds, studio gear nerds 
I've ever met in my life. Who, uh, but I mean, a no, his knowledge is insane. Oh yeah. Um, he, yeah, and I think that's why we sort of connected a little bit because sure. <laughs> <laughs> we were the nerdy guys who just sit around and talk about gear half of the time and um, and old Prince records. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. So we got a rack on my lap. Yes, that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a um, bass preamp um, rack unit. BP one. Um, so this is, is this what you want to hear from a bass preamp or is it something for, you've built for someone? I originally built that for Damien because he was okay. uh, bemoaning the fact that there were no good bass amps around. Okay. And I'd done some recording in the studio there. Because he's a bass player too, by the way, Damien. Oh, is he? Yeah. Ah. yeah. And he loved the sound of my amp. Okay. Which I built was basically a SVT pre and a nice clean power amp. Okay. He he loved how that sounded. So sure. oh, you should you should make an amp so I can sell it in the shop. <laughs> there's lots of reasons I don't want to make an amp. Okay. Yeah. So think of all the reasons why. Oh, here's why I can't do this A B C D E. Right, so, but I can do that. Yeah. So I could thought, oh, I can build a preamp because mm. there's stereo power amps everywhere. Yeah. You, know, you just run it into a power amp okay. and into a speaker and you've like got a bass head. PA power amp. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's all you need. Mm. Bass, you want a nice, clean yeah. power amp, lots of headroom, the opposite of guitar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so that's how that came about. Okay, cool. So there's three valves sitting in there, 12 AX7s, at, uh, nice, decent, you know, more than 200 volt DC. Proper yeah. amp voltages sitting in there. Yeah, right, okay. Very keen to hear it. We'll plug it. We'll plug it in. We'll yeah. probably do a video. Um, we'll do maybe depends on how we go with time and how everything goes. But tomorrow, we mm. might do a couple of videos with Andrew in it as well, and uh, <laughs> then we can pick his brains Stop while we it. while we while we do stuff. Yeah, we, cool. we don't just have to make things up. We can actually ask how things work. So I, do, <laughs> I do like valve based preamps. I've got an old um, '90s TC Electronic. Yep. Rack, um, pretty much same as this, size wise in um, my studio. And that into an Avalon compressor, and nice. you kind of play a note. And well, maybe, we should, <laughs> maybe we should do an AB. Anyway, yeah, but it's that. super clean. So <laughs> this has the um, the drive stage from your um, bass driver pedal. So Yeah, so that, that's built in. You can foot switch um, it on and off or control yeah, it from the front. That's something I've been thinking about. Because a few times, you know, run a overdrive pedal into it to get some crunch for more punky stuff or whatever but you do lose a bit of that low down fundamental mm. oh, it depends on yeah. the on the on the pedal you use yeah, yeah. it's more like an afterthought oh that is a bit overdrive just grab something that's close <laughs> yeah if you if you take a guitar yeah. pedal they generally contour the bass out yeah so so you lose all that big bottom end mm. which you want to keep with a with a bass you just want to yeah. and was it from memory because i think your pedal has Separate volume for the clean and separate volume for the drive yeah. on the bass. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. you can keep you so you can keep all of your bass signal. Yeah, and just add add a add a bit of dirt to it. Because, yeah, so you have a you know, yeah, nice. nice fat bottom end and a dirty top. Because yeah. I, I think that was one of the things you because because Alex plays a lot of bass mm. in gigs and like you know people uh, keep paying me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing and I think yeah. that was one of the things he was yeah. you were talking about as well is that you like the fact that it has a separate yeah. it's not just a blend. Hmm. But you have a separate, completely separate volume control for the drive, and a completely separate volume control for the drive. And it's, it's kind of idiot proof, too. Like, it sounds great at either extremes. Yeah. Some pedals probably more guitar world, but um, they have a sweet spot, especially overdrives. Hmm. Oh, this sounds really good at low, or this sounds really good maxed out. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's just sort of what do yeah, you do? I, I like, what do you do? You can't stuff. Yeah, I love. Like designing my pedals to be to be useful, sure. And especially for guitar dirt pedals, I like personally a mm. big full guitar sound. Yeah. So I don't want to scoop yeah. all the bass out of a dirt pedal no, because no. it sort of defeats the purpose for me anyway. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I voice them, and I want if you're hitting a big G with lots of open, you're hitting six strings. I want to be able to hear all six strings. Yeah. I want to hear them clearly, but still with all the dirt. So it's what I try and do with my gear. Okay. And that's one of the things I really like actually about the tube driver. It's a, it's, and it's, 
it's funny actually we were watching this is a completely different video we were watching i was watching the other day but we just did a video of the tone concepts distillery yeah and like a couple of maybe a couple of years ago we did a video of the goo the other tone concepts pedal yeah. and i that's right I, I linked to it and i just started watching it because it's a, it's a i don't watch my own videos that often and especially not old ones yeah. and we were talking <laughs> in that rubbish. video actually we we're talking about because that's a that's a this one it's a, it's a, actually, cool. um, it's a sort of a, a, a distortion, not overdrive, but distortion. And we were talking about in the, in the video that it's rare to find a distortion pedal with mm. a bit of gain where you strum all the strings and you hear every note and that pedal had it. Mm. And that's the thing I really find with the tube driver as well. That's one of the things I really love about it. It's that note definition that you just don't get out of a lot of distortion pedals. And the fact that there's so many overdrive pedals and fuzz pedals, but not that many distortion pedals. And we were talking in that video about yeah, right. must be a difficult thing to do to get this note definition and to get That's right. that out of a pedal as opposed mm. to... Because with amps, you get that quite often. Yeah. But with pedals, you don't. Yeah. So is that, is, that, is that something that's difficult to get, that note definition? Is that something where you have to tweak it a lot to get that or...? Because I mean, I know nothing about. <laughs> I literally know nothing about pedal yeah, design. Yeah, I'll just I'll just take it all as happy accidents. Some of the pedals were happy accidents. Okay, sure. But, right. but um, it's more like controlling the gain throughout the pedal. Okay. Okay. I think so. You're not into the different stages. Overdriving right? any particular one stage and then trying to recover on another one. Okay. Yeah. So. That's my sort of approach. But okay. Now, obviously, things like the classic fuzz, it's a two-transistor fuzz. So yeah. you've basically got one stage. You know? Yeah. You know, I like it down low. I like it cranked. I, I like to make my pedals... So no matter where you put the gain, you get... It's usable. It's, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know? So yeah. you haven't got a one-trick pony. Yeah. Yeah. Although, that said, the, the Baconizer probably really is a one-trick pony because I reckon it's best max maxed out. Yeah. I think you really liked it. Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think you really liked the back and yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sort of it sort of happened to work out quite well when we with your pedals mm. that when we do we do the videos of it and then afterwards we kinda of go, oh, I really love this one and you'll go, Oh yeah, that was alright. And then the next one you'll go, Oh I really love that one and I'll yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of works out well that way. <laughs> one of us really always liked it. <laughs> We've had this thing, conversation before where we both end up at a similar time but different angles. Like different amounts of gain, um, different types of gain, and you end up with a similar kind of, especially rock tones. But yeah, come from, come from completely, yeah, because yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the just hit as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> and you, that, you know, yeah. light touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say it like that. Yeah, it's, um, okay, so if you were to start a new project next week, like new um, drive pedal, say, just because we're on that topic, and it, it's going to be a distortion. Where do you start? Because you're just saying, don't really copy or like, not inspired by any, any other circuits. So, where do you start if you're to trying to explain it to us, being like primary school students in this kind of time <laughs> <laughs> on this sort of stuff? Um, where do you start with, um, say, a circuit? Of oh. gonna... Things are going to be. With electronics, you want to try and keep the amount of stuff as minimal as you can, generally. Mm -hmm. Especially in these pedals, there's a limited amount of space you've got for the circuit board. Mm. So you can only fit so much stuff on. Um, the way you would do things is generally... Well, electronic circuit design, you can... There's generally a, a, a nice way of doing it. Yeah. So... Most dirt pedals will have a, the similar basic architecture. Yeah. So it. if it's an op amp with diode clipping, you know, there's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Well, to use the least amount of parts. Okay. To, to get the sound you're after. Yeah. Is that to do with? Um... So th that's why you know a DOD distortion plus is a very similar circuit to a tube screamer, which mm. is, again is quite similar to a con. So there's. Mm -hmm. The architecture and the way it's you similar, go yeah. about things is quite similar. Sure. Then I guess so designing a, a pedal from scratch, you have a basic yeah. idea where you want to end up. Sure, you've got a, so it's just, a point to get to. Yeah, so you, you 
draw your initial circuit and you you mm. build it up and you test it and you yeah. yeah. So it was interesting. I just watched. I think it's only been up for like a week or something like that. Uh, Brian Wampler mm -hmm. put up a, pa a video and he goes, he's sick of all these people saying, "Oh, you copy this circuit, copy that circuit." And I think he did what you were just saying. He had one particular circuit, but then he just or layout of a circuit, mm. but then he changed things ever so slightly, and he went from a clean boost to a tube screamerish kind of sound to a mm. con kind of sound to a quite a heavy distortion to a fuzz and he barely changed anything yeah um yeah. it's quite an interesting video because yeah, i mean yeah. again people like me it's i have no <laughs> idea i plug the thing in and i go ee, and i giggle while i twist knobs but um i have no idea how it works yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting yeah you just said exactly the same thing yeah. that Bob was talking about yeah yeah the the baconizer was a long time in its development and i because I wanted to use a MOSFET transistor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like it's multiple stages of MOSFET transistor. But so I, for, I, tried for, it, I tried it before like a year ago and I was never happy with it. Okay. With, with the circuit. So was overseas with my wife and she was off doing shopping or something. And so I was having a coffee in a coffee shop and I had an, a brainwave. So yeah. sketched it on a napkin. Okay. And then... <laughs> so... Totally different to how people usually run the transistors. Okay. So I tried it when I got home and, yeah, there's the baconizer. Okay. Yeah. I guess that comes into experience of if you've got a basic layout but it's not where you're wanting to be, like destination-wise in the audio, that's when you know what to tweak to get to where you want to go. Essentially, like, yeah. Which components to change values of. And yeah, or, or the, the way you put all the different parts together. Yeah. So you've got transistors, you've got op amps, you've got resistors and you've got capacitors and diodes. And that's, you know, there's different types of diodes. For clipping, they sound a little bit different. So 4148 will sound a little bit different to a 4001, which will sound a bit different to an LED, mm. which will sound different to a Schottky diode. Mm -hmm. But they all clip, but it's the way they go in and out of clipping that gives you the characteristic. Of, of the so, so for, yeah. for, for, again, for absolute primary school kind of people like we are. Mm. Um, so you've got op amps, you've got FETs. Yep. Uh, you've got other things, diodes. Yeah, you've got... What's, what's, what is the actual fundamental difference between them? So what, what makes oh, them... Or is, is, there, is there really a difference between them? Like, or are they just the same sort of thing but slightly different version of it? No, they all... Op amps are just a bunch of transistors configured as an amplifier. So you can think of a, a power amp, but yep. shrunk down into a tiny little chip, but it won't drive a speaker. But you've got a, an, okay. input, an input, you've got feedback, and you've got an output. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, transistors are just silicon. Okay. So you've got normal bipolar ones. You've got JFETs. Okay. Junction FETs which work in much the same way as a vacuum tube. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why a lot of people um, do the, oh, let's take this circuit from an amp and we'll take each valve and replace it with a JFET. To okay. Do that. And there's some fantastic circuits out there to do all that. Yeah. Okay. Um, MOSFETs uh, have an insulated gate on the FET, so it's a, like a voltage-controlled resistor, and they... You can use them as an amplifier. You can use them as a switch. Same with any transistor. Okay. Yeah. Diodes okay. just the electricity goes one way. That's it, and they block it the other way. So. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. I mean that. I, I mean I've heard I've heard that that um, JFETs. I heard about that that it's sort mm. of it, it is the similar sort of thing as if you have vacuum tubes basically. Um, yeah. The, I've heard that before, but I mean that's the thing. I, for for people that kind of do videos and talk about this stuff a lot. I know very, <laughs> we both know very little about it. <laughs> In the end, it's, it's how it sounds and how it feels when you play. Yeah. You know, that's so, it. So that's for it. me, I want something that gives you a bit of response back because it makes playing more enjoyable. Mm. And, I, and I want the pedal to feel like an amp. Okay. Yeah. So Which I know is what you said about the tube drive. It feels like it an feels amp. Like when, an amp. When it feels play. like a crank. It, it should respond yeah. the yeah. way an amp would. Yeah. And I guess dynamics come in. Dynamics <coughs> comes into that equation then at that point with 
like how much dynamic range you have in the drive. Yeah, and like amps, well, valve amps have you know hundreds of volts, so you've got a lot of, a lot headroom, of headroom in, yeah. in, in in valve stages. Mm-hmm. Pedals run on nine volts, so you've got to be a lot more careful about how you run your gain through each stage. Right. Unless okay. it's essentially a single stage, like the like a two transistor fuzz or something sure. like that. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. See, I mean, we yeah. learn new things every day. It's great. <laughs> when you die, you'll be really smart. Yeah, we can we can we can pretend we're smarter than we actually are now. <laughs> Some old guy said that to me at the markets one day. So when you die, be really smart. Oh, thanks. That's what you want to hear at ten in the morning. I'm gonna be here now. Carnies, you know. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to ask as well. So the the valve preamp, which I've got there, which yep. I do use quite a bit, and I actually use it quite a bit not for guitar. I quite like bass through it actually. Yeah. And I, I actually really quite like running things like drum machines and cool. synths through it. it I, I almost use it like a mic pre, almost. Uh, and I, I, I just, it's because it's so versatile also with the high and low gain input. Hmm. So where where did that sort of the idea behind that come from? Like making a, because I guess it's like an eight JCM 800 style. Yeah. Pre- so I made one of those for myself initially hmm. so I could record in my, tiny little crappy home studio. Yeah. Nowhere near as nice as this one. Oh, this, uh, uh, thank you, thank you. There's, <laughs> there's no acoustic treatment whatsoever. There's filing cabinets in the room. There's lots of crap in the room. Um, so out. I made it for myself. So I thought, oh, I really like AC30s. I really like you know, mm. basement. I really like JCM800. Yeah. So I made a JCM800 preamp. So I tweaked the circuit around the tone stack a bit because... The bass control on a on a Marshall really doesn't do very much. No, actually, so, yeah, so I've I've sort of like changed the the frequencies a little bit where where things operate, so the bass is a bit more usable. Yeah, cool. And I thought, well, I, I need a I put the cab sim circuit on, which you can switch on and off. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you've got a nice VST cab sim or IR plug in or something like that, you can use that and just turn it off. Mm. So it's a, yeah. So again, it runs a proper you know couple of hundred volt. DC yep. on the valves and it's it's essentially a JCM eight hundred circuit. It sounds great. We had we had um, we did one. We're gonna we was running behind with everything, but we've done one video with it, and I think that was running it into a power amp. Mm. Yeah, we ran it into the power amp stage volume, of your of your. But we we'll, we'll do some more videos of it, and maybe while we still have the yeah, the small JCM eight hundred, the Studio Classic. Uh, which we only probably have for another couple of weeks. We should do like a comparison, a shootout video, yeah. and run it and run it into because I haven't done that yet. Actually, run it into the power amp as well of that. Oh, yeah, nice. But do but do like a pro, like. Oh, a, that's what I thought you run meant. Run it, yeah. Run, run it straight into your audio interface. Yeah, yeah that's that's as, the other thing as yeah. well. Well, with, that's, the, with the cab sim on. Yeah, and then try it with the cab sim on, and if you've got yeah you cab sim on, you can yeah. try it with that as well. Yeah, but for me at home, I'm I'm a cheap ass bastard, so I just use <laughs> I just use the cab sim on. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I can't be bothered putting the the speaker emulator speaker and man. stuff on the on the software and choosing a cabinet and it's a, oh, it takes too long. I just, just use that. Yeah, four billion choices of cabinets. With, yeah, uh, see, I've, I've, I've gotten lazy with that, and I've got my the two notes thing there, and yeah. I've just got one that I really like, and I've got another the smaller version of it in here, the, the cab. You got some gear? Keep forgetting. Yeah, there's a few. I'm an idiot, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> And it just, I have one amp going through that and one amp mm. going through that one. It's the same, same thing. And I just run everything through and yeah. I, I just like the way it yeah, sounds. Out of a, you know, 200 choices of speaker cabinets, which you can get those days. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You know, for, for, I just pick the one free, I like. There's <clears> one that you'll really like. For whatever and, reason. And, yeah. and you'll just use that. It'll That's just, it. It will just suit your playing or your guitar or your setup or. Um, and they just brought out the new firmware. So now you can have the two mics on the one cab and mm. a, a sorted that out and I've saved it for both and that's it everything runs through that and I really like the way it sounds and mm. but I mean not to say that there's anything wrong with the cap sim um but we'll do a I think what we should do is we should do a video where we shoot it out with the JCM 800 yeah, cool. but then we'll do another video with the direct in we'll do a couple of videos of it just to you know just yeah. to try and get it out there more because I think it's really really cool but we should actually do a video of it as well with the way I usually use it or not usually use it but I've been using it a lot which I, I, I literally like a valve mic preamp and I think it sounds great. It sounds really, really good for that. Cool. Thank you. Um, so it's 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 in in a lot of use. Um, so how far away from a, a valve mic preamp is a guitar amp preamp? 
retirement plan? Yeah. Oh yeah, there. I guess. Yeah. That's... Yeah, probably not too <clears throat> too much. It's just you're not you're controlling the gain in a mike pre because you don't want it to be full on dirt. Like you can on the high gain input of that, but <clears throat> that's one of the things I like it. You essentially want it clean, but you want the valve for warmth yeah. on the on Just the mic. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I like about it is that you can with things like drum machines and synths, mm. you you drive it, mm. um, but it's a different sound to using a distortion pedal. Yeah, it's a it's a different vibe to it, and um, I, I really I really like it for that. So that's yeah, because I did one of those um, drip electronics builds, uh, the stay level compressor. Mm -hmm. And uh, with a friend mentioned Aaron Giffen, who has his amp built inside thing, <clears throat> and uh, he pretty much built it. Uh, I was <laughs> you were supervising, handing him, <laughs> hand, hand, handing him the coffee, yeah, beers and solidizer. And uh, yeah, we got halfway through, and he's like, "This is really close to a guitar amp, this compressor circuit." And um, he should build some compressors and stuff. Yeah. Because so his amps are crazy. He makes really nice amps. The stay level is a pretty old circuit. I think it's early 60s at least. So I'm sure there wasn't that many variations on the theme that, that far along. Yeah, I think all those URI and STA and all those compressors from the, the or the valve stuff from the, from the 60s, it's, just, it's a basic circuit on how you do compressors mm. yeah. for, for valves. And... You know, there's variations on side chains and all sorts of other stuff, but sure. the basic control circuit is essentially the same. That's something you and Damien should sit down together and build some uh, some studio rack gear. Have you built some for yourself? No, mostly I just use free plugins. Yeah. You know, I've found <laughs> I've, I've <clears throat> tried a lot of them. A lot of them are I don't like, but then you find the one that oh, this sounds so good. Some plugins are great now. Some Absolutely fantastic yeah. stuff, and I can't remember them offhand. But. Yeah, yeah. The new stock um, stereo compressor and Logic, the red Focusrite mm. type one. It's really good. Well, a lot of the, the they, UAD and stuff. they brought out the what is it called? The vintage, the, the three different ones. The new um, that Logic with one of the latest Logic updates that came in. There's a preamp. There's a oh. there's an EQ and there's a compressor. I think that came out. Sure. Which are like based on a the EQ is based on the you know it's with the sliders it's what is it the old, is it an old Neve one that it's based on or something like that anyway but they're, they're free up in with the one of the mm. I don't know like a year ago that's in logic they're really good mm. they're really good they're great so I mean you don't have to you don't have to you know spend fortunes on that but I'm just thinking this because Damien loves Apple gear so yeah <laughs> there's another thing you know possibly if it's if it's close you know people love Apple gear is getting more and more people. Getting more and more into that sort of stuff now. It's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Wood buying if you, all. If you've got the studio set up for it. If you have it. to set up for it, yeah. So mine is exceedingly basic. I have the, the audio interface, I have the computer, and I have speakers. Yeah. I yeah. don't have you know, Apple gear, so I just set up for whatever I'm doing and then put it back again. Mm. Well, this has sort of taken me almost 20 years of convincing my wife to... <laughs> <laughs> So now, and, and then the, the only reason is because we had a we had a second child and we needed the spare room in the house for a second bedroom for the kids. So I was allowed to convert the shed. Excellent. That's how it works. So have kids, people, if you want uh, yeah, to convert it's, your shed. It's a long way around. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I, this is this is great. I mean, it's not a it's not huge. It's much smaller than your space, but um, it's I'm not using it as a commercial studio like you do. Mm. And um, I just I love sitting out here. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah um, peace and quiet <laughs> peace and quiet from there although the kids trampoline is just outside the door so it's not always that quiet but um that's why it's good going direct in exactly well no, that's it that, that's what i used to always no microphone that's how the whole with me the whole two notes thing started hmm. it's because i um when i used to still have the my sort of little studio room in the house um you know i could still take my amp plug it into that load box everything and you don't have a speaker attached you can just record yeah, you, you can, can crank the living hell out of it yep all knobs on 11 at 3 a.m and no one wakes up and and you know, yeah my, my daughter's still asleep next door which is fantastic <laughs> this year plink 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 of an electric guitar with no amp yeah. and and every once in a while me going oh yeah <laughs> that's probably how, you know with the headphones on yeah um but that's a good thing about recording now you kind of need we don't need but 
it's great to have like one really good chain of like your guitar chain and a vocal chain. Yep. And you can make records like that are proper quality. Yeah, you just need a good quality audio interface and, and, and one good mic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And some songwriting ability. <laughs> well, that always helps. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that old chestnut. Yeah. I've got this amazing recording of a crap song. You want to hear it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Can't write, can't play. No. Yeah. But, oh, this is that guitar sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back, back back to the pedals. Back to the pedals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've got, okay, so uh, with the pedals, I'm just, just sort of having a look. So we've got the JFET drive, we've got the tube drive, we've got the classic fuzz, we've got the baconizer, we now have the two amp kind of ones, a tone meister and a, the drive line. Uh, the expander, the, the the uh, what is it called the the, the expand drive expand drive that's one oh now where where so how how did you go about where where do all the different ideas for all the different pedals so because you were saying you wanted to we were talking before and you were saying that each use a different way to get distortion yeah and so and was they that all, sort of the plan they all the sound slightly different yeah of course they do yeah. yeah. because of the parts you use inside so. The tube driver uses a tube. Yeah. And you can turn on diode clipping or LED clipping. Yeah. Which I've put in, but personally I don't. I prefer the middle position, which is just the valve. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I like the down position, which everyone knows. It's probably LED. Is that LED? The other one. They sort of, for me they sound a bit too compressed. Okay. But every everything is personal taste. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe that's I'll, one of the things I like about it. Yeah. Um I, that's maybe the 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 more compressed feel, maybe that's mm. what I like about it. Yeah, maybe that's why. Because yeah. that's the thing about more boutique kind of products, whether it's pedals or guitars or anything else, they come from the designer's personality. So they often have a pot strong personality as a product. And then I think it's great because at least you have an opinion about it, even if you hate it. So I mean, someone else is going to love it like a lot. Oh, yeah. So. Um, this kind of similar kind of thing. So it's come from your um, yeah. I, I like design, I like design, design I like big guitar sounds. Yeah, mm. sure. You know, I like mm. I don't like guitar sounds where you lose all the bottom end as soon as you stomp on a pedal. <coughs> so, so the expand drive is a op amp diode clipping tube screamerish DOD distortion plus style, but with the expansion and the, yeah. and the asymmetry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a copy of a tube screamer, but the basic architecture is similar it's because that's take on because that's, that's the simplest way of you know it's a single stage with an op amp. Yeah. So if you had to put into a category, it falls. There. It it falls into there, yeah. and that's that's the simplest way of doing that architecture, and that's why everybody uses that sort of architecture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mine's slightly different. Again, happy accident, which was. You know, when I was assembling up the first one on breadboard, I made a mistake and I loved how it sounded. So I okay, figured yeah. out what yeah. I did and <laughs> magnets. <clears throat> so the, the JFET drive uses three JFETs, no diode clipping. It's just JFET compression. So um, I like it when you set the gain on edge of breakup. I reckon it's really nice. I think that's... Just at that sort of point. So it sounds as if you've got a, an amp turned up loud. Yeah. Where you're starting to get speaker breakup and power amp. I think that's what we were talking about in the video Drive as well. I think like, from memory, yeah. it's like a, a, it's one of those almost always one of those pedals that you can always have on. It's almost like yeah, a you can foundation sound to make your sound your amp sound like you're really cranking it. Yeah, and I again, if you turn the gain up full, it sounds totally different, but it's yeah. also usable. Yeah. and I really like it on both both settings. Mm-hmm. But so with each of these pedals, when you when you design them was the idea that I'm going to use completely different components for it and different ways to drive Some of them it, or was it just I, a... I want to design a pedal using JFET transistors. Okay. So you muck around and you try different things and end up with, with something that you like. So okay. okay. The Baconizer was the same thing, but with MOSFETs. Okay. Okay. Have any of them come from other people's design wishes? Like, can you make me a pedal that does whatever it is? Some of them, because some of them yeah. were, were the the first couple I made was for the for the guitarist, for the guitarist oh, yeah. Brett from America, who was, you know, so, oh, can you make me one of these? I want to, you know, but I, I want a dirty pedal, mm. you know. So, mm-hmm. but other ones were just, oh, I can try and make something yep. using this tra- using this type of transistor or or whatever. 
the JFET one was actually I'd built a preamp for a harmonica player. Yeah. So uh, so he could get that. Because you have that, a harmonica pedal yeah, too, which don't is, you? Yeah, yeah. Which is essentially the same circuit as the JFET drive. Okay. So I built that for him to get like, because he was just using a mic straight into the PA, which is fine, but you, yeah, you can't get that Chicago blues dirty sound, and if you're mm. playing dirty blues, you want a dirty arp. Yeah. Mm. So I built the little preamp for it, which he loved. It's, it's like the sound in my head I find I hear. Yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. It's so, great when that happens. Yeah. So when I was building one in the orange box, of course, I didn't have a harmonica or suitable microphone to test it with, so I said, oh, I'll test it with a guitar. And it sounded great. I loved how it sounded yeah. with a guitar. So same board, I just leave some parts out, and it goes into the JFET. Okay, that's interesting. Drive. Yeah. So yeah, we're ha- happy accident. Mm. Huh. Yep. Well, a lot of things. I, I just actually just watched a video last night on. I mean, again, you know, different, but like just talking about happy accidents. Um, Anna Sounds. They just released mm. those. Uh, I don't know if it, it's a French company, and they have this thing where you can buy these spring reverbs, mm-hmm. and they have these three different sizes, and it's controlled by a pedal. Um, and it has this thing on it that every demo of it you watch, you flick the switch, and it has this kind of overdrive thing. Which sounds really weird, but it's like an interesting sounding overdrive. But it's the tube, the the um, spring is overdriven or something like that. Okay. And the video I watched last night, um, the guy was saying, yeah, when you talk to Alexander of mm. of Anasans about it, that was literally a total mistake, and it was never planned to be on the pedal. It was just meant to be mm. um, on all these things. It was just meant to be a, a straight spring reverb, but because they plugged something into the wrong thing on the breadboard accidentally it sort of happened and now it's this super unique thing that no one's ever done before yep. that everyone goes oh how awesome is this <laughs> <laughs> you can just take credit for it <laughs> well that's it, that's it that's it but i mean a lot of times happy accidents get you the best things you know that's yeah. <laughs> mm. sure guitarists are like that all the time well yeah 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 mm. so we'll do we'll check out the, after this we'll check out the bass preamp and we'll do probably a, vi- a video of it as well tomorrow if we get enough time but um so you've got now the two the late the two newest ones you've got the Tone Meister and the Driveline. Yep. So did you set out to was the idea behind that set going out to make pedals that so are like amp in a box kind of thing? Was that the idea behind it or was to it to give another? you a sound like having the amp? Okay. So again, I love AC thirties. I love old old basements and the Tone Master from Fender is very very similar to a basement. Yeah. So if you can't afford a basement. Should I try a Tone Master from Fender? Okay. Because basements go for a ridiculous money. Oh, the old ones, yeah. 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 Absolutely ridiculous yeah. money. And so it's you like definitely you... need a, need some sort of attenuator for it because if you want it to sound good, they're freaking yeah. loud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, I heard a great one. Um, it was from that band 1920 that John plays. Yeah. No, it's 1920. 1920? They're, they're, mm. they're from down now away. Oh, so not 1927 was like in the 80s. 80s, 80s, 80s pop band. 80s pop yeah, band. Yeah, Different band. Okay. okay. It's okay. like rootsy, blues, punky. Roots oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, it's like a roots version of Living In. Three pieces of upright bass. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, the guitarist plays an SG and a Gretsch and a few different things. And I'm, yeah. In an SG cranked through at a festival through a basement. Like, <laughs> that's right. Freaking loud. <laughs> I forgot how good it was. Yeah, even a, even a 50 watt basement is loud. Well, it's. A, it's a, a 30 watt AC30 is loud. Ridiculously loud, when, yeah. When you crank that, it is. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, I actually played one of um, the Achilles amps, basements. Oh, yeah. he's in. What is it? Labros or something? From, yeah. He's in Melbourne. He's, he it's makes these somewhere. Achilles amps. Yeah, I heard of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know. um, but the basement I tried um, had a master volume. Mm. Was like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's, that's, that's very good. clear. <laughs> it's not, yeah. As long as you still get the power amp overdriving. Because mm. that's where the... That's what the magic is. That's, that's where the magic yeah, is. Yeah. That's exactly... That's what we're, talk, we're talking about that with all the Marshall videos we've been doing. Yeah. That, you know, they brought out the JCM 800, but in a 20-watt mm. version. Mm. So you actually, without blowing your house up yeah. <laughs> or yep. blowing wherever you play up, you can actually crank it yeah. and get that that the, yeah. the fatness it, from the tube. Because if you've got a 100-watt JCM 800... That's ridiculously loud. And <laughs> it's it's hard to be in the same room as it when, you, when you've got yeah. it cranked. It's you you so really loud. have to play in a stadium or something, you know, be well, outdoors to really... Even then, I've, it's probably... <laughs> I was told, and I'm not sure if this is true, but back in the 60s, 
the PA was just for the vocals. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So for the guitarist to be heard, they made these big 100-watt amps, which the audience heard the amp. Yeah, it yeah. They wasn't mic'd up through yeah. the PA, so that's yeah. why they were these huge loud amps. Well, wasn't it, wasn't it for the Beatles? When the Beatles started going to America and playing um, they had those like, huge stadiums, they had to build PAs for them because they, yeah. they had to do something because it just wasn't loud enough and the yeah. people were screaming so loud that you couldn't hear you couldn't anything. couldn't hear <clears throat> Even now, I um, heard a story about the guy that does front of house for Keith Urban in the States. He does a sound check in the afternoon, everything's good. Come... First song of the set, the screams from the crowd so loud. He's like, "We've got a massive line array pumping. All the all the lights on the desk are going. Oh, I think the PA's on." <laughs> <laughs> and then by the first, first chorus, it's like, "Oh, there's a PA comes out of the crowd." <laughs> That's yeah, they're probably running yeah. all acoustics or DMV or something. Massive rigs. Yeah, I just can't hear the PA. All these women around me screaming. <laughs> Good problems happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Poor guy, I feel yeah, for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wasn't it Pete Townsend that the um the quad box was designed for? Is that the story? From the who? Oh, that the, they made a quad box because of him. Yeah, okay, because they wanted to get more yeah girth. <laughs> yeah, is that a, <laughs> <laughs> That's a story? Uh, well, well, there you go. You know, it's a, it's, okay, so. So these were set out to be like, it wasn't like a happy accident. You went, oh, you know, that kind no, of sounds like I'd a basement gun. Take a, you look at the at the circuit for a, an AC30 or a, or a basement. You kind of and, replicate it. And you look at each stage, you look at the gain structure through the amp, the frequency response of each stage, and then just try doing that with, with op amps. Of course, you're much limited in headroom, so you've got to really look at the gain of each stage. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Try it out and see how it ended up, and I was happy with the results. So ended up in a pedal. Yeah, the the, the tonemeister in particular, I think we both kind of connected with that. Yeah, quite a lot. That yeah. was um, that I mean, was one of can, those. You can crank the treble on that, and you get the ice pick fender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Authentic. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, I've seemed to gravitate towards that kind of drives. Yeah, me too. Checked mm. it a few recently from different basement yeah, style, different type of. And again, for for me, they sound best at edge of breakup. Mm. Yeah, where you set the gain around there, but the gain is also real. You, you crank the gain to maximum, and they're still usable. You know, yeah, they still got a nice sound, I think. Absolutely. And again, uh, I think that's another thing we just from memory what we the stuff we're talking about in the videos, mm. the definition, it's always there. That's one of the things with generally with your pedals, is always that you can play a chord and it's you hear all the notes, which yeah, it must be mustn't be that easy to do because it's. You, there's a lot of pedals where you don't get that. And a lot of pedals from quite well-known sort of boutique brands, and you just don't get that. Yeah. Especially once you crank them. Hmm. It just turns into this w- muddy wall of nothing. <laughs> not nothing. I shouldn't say that. But. <clears throat> I'm not sure, not having seen their, their circuits, but uh, it might just be that they're trying to get too much gain. Okay. Yeah, sure. And then it, with Everything just goes to mush. Yeah. Yeah. Or they've got way too much at one stage. I'm not sure. I'm okay. just, just a guess. But yeah, because yeah, oftentimes, um, yeah, you get especially when I did this. Um, you'd always crank up the gain to get heavier rock sounds. Hmm. You don't need heavier rock. Like well, if you if, for, even if you listen to early ACDC, yeah, that's it's almost clean. Yeah. You know, you you listen to Malcolm and. It's almost clean. Yeah. He just got a, an amp turned up loud. He has one of those. Same, same with Angus. He had, yeah. just had an amp turned up loud. Ridiculously loud. Marshall it's, turned up it's, ridiculously loud. It's, 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 it's the gauge of their strings <laughs> and it's how the heavy play. their pick is and how hard they hit it. And Malcolm hit it hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That in combination, the drum sound and the vocal sound. and you Yeah. Get, you get a rock band. But, um, yeah. And, and Marco bits. But. <laughs> the, um, even in metal stuff it's still usually it's not like high gain but it's not ridiculously out of control yeah because they're trying to get articulation with speed sections well if you if you're playing speed metal you need articulation yeah Yeah. otherwise it's just a a gigantic mush yeah yeah Yeah. it's like a dragon vomiting all over you well that's that's metal (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile you don't know what the hell's going on okie dokie (laughs) metal man 
Um, so what's what's uh, what's in store? Is, is there any uh, is there anything you're working on currently, or like for future things that you can kind of? No, nothing new in the pipeline. Nothing new in the pipelines. No, no there's other little things I make, like headphone amps and, and stuff. Oh, well, you were just, just talking about I headphone was, amps, actually. Yeah, yeah. Talked about that. The the previous <laughs> audio interface I have, I just got a nice Focusrite. <coughs> And which has a really nice headphone yeah. out in it. Yeah. But the previous one was the headphone out was fine, but if you had a, a, a loud singer, there wasn't enough volume in the cans. Okay. So I just made a headphone amp, so it sits in a nice little box, and that mm. that was really nice. So there are other little things I make, but mm. you know, okay. there's. You know, 16 or so things, different things I make. So I think there's enough. That's yeah. that's <laughs> that's enough to spend, you yeah. know, being a part time pedal maker, yeah, you know, yeah. to yeah. keep me more than busy, yeah. And yeah. until I've got something that's you know different and that I want to do, then yeah, it'll do for now, yeah. And it's just a part time thing, it's not a it's just a part time thing, just yourself, so doing? yeah, just, mm. just myself, so. It'd be nice to get to the stage where I can just do it full time. Yeah, I've got no idea if that'll happen or not. But, sure. Well, know, people yeah. out there, you need to buy more stuff. Buy, come on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but there's some, and and all the people, all the, the the famous people, for want of a better term, mm. um, that I've met have all been really nice and really generous. I haven't met a, you know, a nasty person yet. Hopefully, hopefully uh, so, you'll, you'll say the you'd same say, thing. You say with, never meet your <laughs> never never meet your heroes, but uh, I've, yeah. uh, I've been very fortunate. I've met a couple, and they've been really nice, really nice people. Well, that's always good. Yeah. That's, uh, it's generally there. Kind of guys have been touring for a long time, and they're all that all, all the cool ones. Yeah, the ones that are trying to be rock stars and one yeah, they, they've radio. burnt everybody along the way. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't need that. Cool. cool. Well, uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much, so much for being on the podcast. And um, my pleasure, guys. And 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 uh, there'll be well, hang on. So this is coming out next Saturday. Yeah. So probably around the time <coughs> when we bring this podcast is out, we'll put out some maybe a couple of videos that we may do tomorrow with Andrew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, just because I, I think I think we had a couple of questions actually in some of the videos. Um, because we've done, I think we've done, yeah, we've done all the drive pedals now that you do. I, I think. think so, yeah. And we've had a couple of people say, they all sound really good, but it would be great to hear them kind of next to each other. Mm. So I think we tomorrow one of the things we might do is a video where we, we bring all, we have all the drive pedals, plug them all in, just turn them all on and, no, not at once, but I mean, <laughs> well, we could try that as well. But And then maybe sort of, you know, get your take on each one of them as well and what you think, you know, and, yeah, and sure. your thoughts on each of them. And we'll do the bass preamp as well, the Rackman bass preamp. We'll check that out tomorrow. So maybe that's that's something we can do tomorrow. Interesting. Um, we'll see if it survived the, the flight up in the suitcase. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. plug it in after this. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do. But thank you so much. And, and yeah, uh, thank you pleasure. so much for, for you know, uh, sending us all these cool panels. And genuinely, and we're not just saying, I'm not just saying that because you're here and because you send us stuff, but... I genuinely really, really like the pedals. I think they are fantastic pedals, and I think more people should buy those pedals and try them out because I think they're genuinely really, really good, unique pedals. By all means, try them out because not every pedal is going to be to everybody's taste. No, that's mm. it. But, but that's, you know. a, that's a good thing, I think. Yeah, because yeah. the last thing the world needs is more beige, sort of like bland things that don't yeah, have a personality. Don't. No one needs that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Whether it's Products or people or music yeah. or food or film. Yeah, and it or depends what music style you're playing mm. and yeah, exactly. as to what sort of pedal is going to complement you. Yeah. Yeah, and guitars and yeah. amp rigs. And, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's the, there's, uh, just quickly, there's this, um, what's her name? Tani. Tani, she's mm. a, a local musician. She's in a, in a rockabilly band called Little Billy. And she was, when we did the pedal night at Music at Noosa, she was there and she really wanted to buy Fuzz. And she was trying out all these different fuzzes and we were talking and I said, oh, maybe for what you need, you, you maybe the Baconizer, try that out because that's sort of, you know, for what she wanted. And she ended up buying the Expand Drive. Cool. Um, which wasn't a fuzz, but... Yeah. <laughs> it just suited what it she wanted It just suited what she wanted. She, yeah. I guess she didn't quite know exactly what she wanted, yeah. but she thought she wanted something, a fuzz. Maybe something fuzzy. But you know it when you hear it. But when you hear it, yeah, and yeah. she tried it out, she absolutely loved it. And 
I was saying I was saying to Andrew earlier on. I mm. think at the pedal night, the expand drive seemed to be one that a lot of people liked sure. in the in a little room. Yeah. I mean, not that they didn't like the other. Yeah, pedals, you set that on a, on a lower gain setting, and you attack your guitar hard, and you've got Malcolm Young. Yeah, out, out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. So thank you so much for, for, for coming along. And everyone out there, please make sure to check out Mostronics. If you live in uh, southeast Queensland, you can go to Music at Noosa. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of their uh, Mostronics battles there. So Pony Music, are they still kind of going at the moment? Mm. Would they still have no, any of your stuff? No, but there's some shops in, in Melbourne that... Well, Peerless Music, but they don't Peerless, have a shop. They're Peerless online. Music is online. Yeah. So there's Drum Power in Bayswater, hidden away in... The, Industrial area down there. Okay. Fantastic shop. Uh, Guitar Colonel in South Melbourne. Okay. And Twang Central in Adelaide has a couple of my pedals over there. Okay. Uh, well, if you're anywhere there, please make sure to check them out. Uh, if you're a shop and want to stock them. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's good. Well, send those emails. I'll, I'll put all um, contact details and stuff in the show notes. It's all below. So yeah, so once again, thank you so much for joining us and thank you so much for listening and make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, check out all the links. Do the thing that we always say. Take a photo of whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to the podcast. You don't have to be in a podcast. In a, in a photo. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to be in a photo. You don't, you're probably not in a podcast. Uh, send it to us. Uh, super fun, awesome, happy time at gmail.com or just go to Facebook and Instagram and send it there message to us all that sort of stuff do things do things with this smartphone yes please Uh, so thank you very much and see you next time thank you Andrew thank you